good morning, my brothers and sisters. A special welcome to any guests joining us. Are you friends or family coming from out of town for a summer vacation? It's good to have you all here in Aggieland. Hopefully your summers have been going well. It's good to be back in Causation. I was gone for about 10 days. Um, so in February of 2020, I evacuated from my seminary over in Rome. And so they told us, just pack a little suitcase with your things that you before I can go back through to, and you'll come back and get the rest of your things. Well, those couple of months turned into a year and a half before I could go back and just pack up my dorm room and kind of shut that chapter of life. So it was a great gift to be able to do that, be able to celebrate Mass at the seminary, celebrate Mass at St. Peter's, and even got to jot over to Lourdes to just thank Our Lady for her prayers for my first year of priesthood and to celebrate Mass there. So it was a great gift and blessing from the Lord, and definitely I carried the Aggie Catholic family in my heart along with me in my prayers and during Mass particularly. So... Anyway, so let's jump into the gospel today. You know, this gospel is taking place. If you remember last week, Jesus is sending out the uh, apostles and the disciples two by two to go and preach the good news, his good news, to the nations. And he tells them, just bring the one walking sick, one tunic, and your sandals. So now, what we're receiving today is right after that had happened. So the pairs of two are coming back to Jesus, and they're reporting everything that they did, and everything that they taught so if you think about it, I wonder what they were talking about. You know, what demons did they cast out? What people did they cure? What truth did they preach as they were going to village to village and encountering people who had never heard of Christ before? So as they were coming back together as a community, Jesus sees them and he can tell that they're worn out. You know, he recognizes their humanity. And even in Jesus' humanity, you know, he goes away sometimes throughout Scripture in order to commune. God the Father in order to find rest. And that's what he's also encouraging his disciples, his apostles as well, to go to a deserted place after they've been doing some extreme ministry in order to find rest, to be rejuvenated. My brothers and sisters, the Lord also calls each one of us. Maybe we haven't been doing mission or we haven't been going on doing ministry in a particular way with the gospel, but just in every daily life is our ministry, is spreading the gospel. Jesus wants to make sure that we also take time to find rest. You know, God in his great mystery and his great wisdom, you know, from the very beginning in Genesis, that he gave us the Sabbath day, that he created us for rest. That that's an important part of the Christian life. So today I'd like to reflect with you just a little bit on rest, on leisure, on recreation, recreation, and the importance of having that in your individual life, in your marriage, in your families, as you're continuing as a disciple of Jesus Christ. So first off, when we're looking at rest, we're looking at leisure, the highest form of rest, the highest form of leisure, always is pointing towards communion with God. So whenever our hearts find rest in God, when they commune with God, and that's where we're going to find the highest form of leisure and rest. And we do that through worship. So y'all being here on a Sunday, right now we're experiencing the highest form of leisure. So it's important for us to be able to really be attentive to what is it like when we're coming to Mass on a Sunday, you know? Are our hearts open to receive the Word? Are we listening attentively, even in the midst of distractions of our to-do list or what we're doing the next day? Are we here to be able to receive God fully, both in the Word as well as in the Eucharist? And even recognizing that we come as a body of Christ, not as individuals to worship, but as a family, as a human family. And so through worship, this is the way we commune with God. And this is where our hearts will find rest. Now, one red flag that can happen, whether it's in worship here on Sunday, or even, you know, as disciples, we're called to have times of worship, times of communion with God in prayer. 
throughout our whole week. So having that 20 to 30 minutes of prayer at least, each and every day, to be able to have silence and to commune with the Lord. The one red flag that can keep us from set, whether in Mass or in our prayer time, is what we call spiritual activism. So the rosary is great, memorized prayers are great, but if we start our prayer time, our Father, our Father, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, all right, Jesus, I'm done, bye. You know what? Did we find rest there? Did we commune with our God? Did we open our hearts to Him? You know, in, in Scripture, we hear about Martha and Mary. How Mary, when Jesus was in her house, her physical house, in the house of her heart, you know, she was busy, Martha was. But Mary was the one who was sitting at Jesus' feet, just being still, communing with the Good Shepherd, communing with Jesus. So that's something for us today to be able to recognize in our own individual prayer time when we're at Mass as well. You know, are we keeping time? Memorized prayers are great. But are we keeping time to really open our hearts and just be with the Lord? To sit with Him in the silence, in the deserted place, to allow Him to speak to our hearts, to allow Him to fill us, to allow Him to rid us of our sin. So spiritual activism is something we should be careful about when we're going to find rest spiritually with the Lord. Now, the Lord gives us the Sabbath, so it's great. We come here and we worship on the Sabbath. The Sabbath is for us to find rest. But also, there's not just a spiritual aspect of finding rest and leisure, but there's also a mental and physical side. So we're called as disciples to find things that are going to renew us. And that's where the recreation comes in, a recreation of what activities in our lives help to fulfill us, help to uh, renew us in just everyday life. So for some of you, maybe that's gardening. Maybe some of you, that's exercising or playing sports or going hunting. Maybe some of you, that's cooking. Now, each of us, that could be different because some of us, cooking could be labor or gardening could be labor or going on a jog could be labor. So we have to see what is something that's going to renew us as an individual and bring us back to the Lord. Another red flag in this is I don't know if watching, binge watching Netflix or having hours upon hours of just scrolling through social media is really renewing for us. If we're honest with ourselves after we've been scrolling on social media for hours, we don't feel renewed. You know, we feel worse than we began. It sucked life from us instead of gave us life. So that's a, a little red flag for us as we're finding leisure and recreation in our daily lives. It's really to look at ways that are going to be refreshing and renewing. And to, even though watching sports or watching Netflix or even being on social media isn't necessarily a bad thing, but when it's done out of moderation, it can have the opposite effect of leisure. My brothers and sisters, as disciples today, you know there's seasons of leisure. So especially during summer, people take vacations. They take time away by themselves or with their families, which is great, whether big or small. But I'd say every single day, every week, we should be looking at our lives and where we can have this leisure. Definitely the spiritual leisure and rest, but then also the physical and mental. So what are ways that we're allowing the Lord to transform us? Even if it's a small time of a cup of coffee in the quiet by ourselves each morning, um, to something greater, of spending time on the Sabbath with your family or friends, going outside, going to the pool, whatever it may be for us to incorporate this rest into our schedule and our spiritual life. So I encourage you as we continue on in this Mass, as you continue on in this week, to invite the Lord into your prayer time and having this on your mind, allowing the Holy Spirit to convict you, but first looking at your individual life. Do you have prayer each and every day? So looking for that spiritual rest, communing with our Lord, 
And if you have that prayer, what does it look like? Are you falling into spiritual activism? Or are you allowing the Lord to commune with you through an open heart and resting in Him? And then, are you also having that time of prayer if you're married with your spouse? And then also with your family. Is prayer a part of your family life? After you looked at the spiritual side, then go and look, all right, mentally, physically, am I finding an individual rest for myself through my activities? What does it look like in terms of my marriage or my family life? Are we too busy for leisure or rest? So I encourage us all as a Kagi Catholic family this week to really look individually through marriage, through your marriage and then also family life. Looking how is leisure a part of our Christian walk with the Lord? Because my friends in our gospel today, Jesus is inviting us to come away with him in order to find rest. So he's given us the invitation. Now it's up to us as to whether we will respond. Thank you for listening to Aggie Catholic Homilies. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Be sure to check out our sister podcast, Aggie Catholic Talks, to hear talks from Magnify, Catholicism 101, and more. Thanks, God bless, and gig'em.